Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you would like to write to us or you have any questions or inquiries or prayer requests, please send them to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. And be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter by using hashtag Watchman, or I'm sorry, hashtag Warren Radio and hashtag Watchman IS216. On Instagram, it's hashtag Warren Radio. On LinkedIn, you can find us by using hashtag Watchman. Join us on USA.live or MeWe by using hashtag Warren Radio. And join us on Parlor at by using at Watchman DGS. You can also join us on CloudHub by at Warren Radio. You can listen to the WIBR Warren Radio next network through the following carriers blueberry iHeartRadio, itune player apple podcasts breaker stitcher tune in google play music warn radio visions on blog talk radio podcast addict cast box google podcast anchor deezer and podchaser the special events that are coming up this month are from the evening of October, well, um, the evening of October 2nd to the evening of October 10th is the Feast of Tabernacles. And please take time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchmen. They are inspired and they're for this day and age that we're living in. And you can read the following on DanaGlynSmith.com Faith and Testimony of Jesus Christ The Gospel of Life Given to All People So That They Would Repent and Believe on Jesus Christ The Faith and Testimony of Jesus Christ at the Time of the End Also, Antichrist Deluge America Let Us Fight let us fight till all be exhausted and banner raised. The flood has come. It has taken its toll. And you can also read the Wayfaring Americana, Poor Wayfaring Stranger. This is a poor wayfaring stranger on the road in Americana today. Do you know who it is? And you can read America... American Social Change and Violent Overthrow Through American Social Change, the enemy has taken the house, and the next goal will be violent overthrow if it cannot take what it wants peaceably through deception. You can go to DanaGlynSmith.com to read those articles. And on um, Warren-USA.com, you can listen to the latest classic Warren Radio Advocacy series on Iraq, Syria, Israel, and Turkey. And now I welcome in the Watchman. 
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great as well. Well, guess what? We're pretty much done with the season. Yes, it's uh, the last day of September. That's hard to believe. And the sun went behind the trees over here at 6 o'clock, so that's not good. No. That's that's time for hunting season and... A lot of other things. Of course, the election's coming up, but... uh, I don't like time going by so fast. I know. But I'll be glad to get through the election, and I hope it's a done deal. Well, you know, the bottom line about the election, and I've got uh, a lot of stuff about about this and what's coming, and um, the bottom line of it is, is that... The Lord is the one in charge, and that's right. You know the the one thing we want to talk about, and that is Times Square Church. It was started by David Wilkerson, and you remember that because remember, at the time oh, that course. that he was in uh, New York, walking in Times Square and along all that. Now I was uh, in Times Square. Um, it was. Uh, Hundred years ago. Yeah, it was. It was like <laughs> sixty eight or sixty nine. Not years ago, but the the years. The 68. year nineteen sixty eight or sixty nine. Uh, I was stationed on the east coast in a destroyer, and uh, I was walking along that sidewalk, and and uh, it had, and, and that was before the Times Square Church. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was quite an experience. I was there alone. I had a Jewish friend that was going to take me, and he suddenly had to pull watch. And he told me, don't go, because you're not going to have fun unless you have me to show you around. And he was right. So, at any rate, that, that you know, it was quite an experience, but uh, I never wanted to go back. But David Wilkerson was on the street over there and was talking to the Lord. He said, Lord, they need a church here. And the Lord spoke to him and says, then you you start one. And so he started Times Square Church. And at that time, he sold, uh, what was it? Is He sold some land or gave it away? What did he do? Do you remember that? Uh, I, the one thing I remember is that um, he had a big ministry in Texas. And the Lord, yeah. And the Lord told him to sell it and go back to New York. Which he did. Yes, he did. He obeyed the voice of the Lord. So, yeah, I had a lot of respect for David Wilkerson. Uh, oh, but, I know. But at any rate, uh, Pastor Carter Conlon is now the pastor. He calls himself an overseer of the Times Square Church. It, it's it been there, you know, a lot of years. And uh, they're going to be going uh, to uh, Lot 1 America in Plymouth, Massachusetts. This was the site of the first house in America, the very first one 
the first house where the 51 pilgrims who survived the first winter prayed. And he said, we're going to pray and we're going to believe that God is going to resurrect this nation again. Um, this prayer meeting is not our idea. This is a God-initiated moment in the history of this nation. The very future of America now depends on our prayers. Amen. That's Pastor the truth. Conlon, uh, Times Square Church. And so he's the third one. Um, I've been praying for years for, for pastors to stand up. And, and this is uh, on Tuesday, October 6th. And you can join it. It's going to be live streamed from and, there. And all you have to do is go to itstimetopray.org. And you'll see the directions. It's time to pray. And on the 26th of this month of September, um, Franklin Graham with Samaritan's Purse held a prayer walk. And Jonathan Kahn, the rabbi from New York, New York yeah. he held... Uh, I don't know, what do you call it, a ceremony? Uh, the return is what he, he called yeah, it. Yeah, he, he did the return, and both those groups prayed that day, and neither one of them knew that each other was going to be there. And so I believe that was a God moment. And so, Dana, with with this Times Square, like you said, it's the third one that we know about, the prayer, and... I believe that God will hear our prayers. And if if America's too far gone and it's too late, then and this election goes south, you better hang on to your hat because we're in deep doo-doo. Well, at the first, uh, they didn't know. And then later, they came in contact with right. one another, realizing right. someone else had been. And then they kind of joined. And uh, uh, so... Uh, the remnant of uh, the return was on one side of the Washington Monument, and, and uh, Graham's group was on the other side, but they were going to walk, and they hit a number of different areas when they walked, and they prayed at each one. They prayed at, uh, at uh, uh, a lot of different places and had different people praying there and uh, Oliver North was praying at the military stop and things like that um, and of course this makes three and of course that doesn't mean that other pastors aren't praying uh, but we have a lot uh, we've had a lot of multi-million dollar ministries and churches we've had million dollar uh, you know evangelists and everything else and for over two decades, I have been literally with Tower at my side. Uh, we've been calling this nation uh, and calling for the pastors to stand up. And it wasn't until this moment, after two decades, more than two decades, that we finally got to this point where we actually had people worried about the nation and standing up. Uh, so we were, were more than happy to see them do it. Yes, um, we are. And this is what it means. Now, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was telling them about it. But they said, well, that's not very many. But see, the point of it is, he's really not a, he doesn't understand these spiritual things. The bottom line of it is, this had to be done. And uh, these three represent the Christian church in America, all three of these. That's right. Uh, these three represent three different testimonies to what needs to be done in America. The law says, let every word 
be confirmed by two or three witnesses, and these are three witnesses now, according to the law, stating that America's in trouble and that we need to pray and seek the Lord. Uh, so make no mistake that this this has all uh, the earmarks of of fulfilling the law as well as the grace of God. Yes, and uh, in America, make no mistake, there are definite uh, definite issues here when we talk about it. So uh, be sure to check it out. You can watch it online, and you can be, you can you know they're a blessing to watch. Yeah, it's um, and this one is Tuesday, October sixth, at seven p.m. Eastern time. It's a it's time to pray dot org, and I believe that with all these people praying, I believe God will hold back. Well, you know, I do have a word on that uh, uh, from the Lord today about a lot of this. I'd been praying about it. And, and uh, the, the one thing goes to Habakkuk, who had been talking to um, the Lord about uh, things that were going on in Judah at the time. And uh, in Israel, rather. Um, And so uh, it's interesting to note that sometimes when God is moving, <laughs> you're not happy about it. Yes. You know? True. And so I find this interesting that when we and so the Chaldeans uh, are eventually going to come in. This is uh, Israel, not Judah. Uh, but uh, Habakkuk wanted to know why the Lord was going to have a uh, such a nasty, bitter, evil nation judge them uh, when they were more nasty than than Habakkuk's nation was. Well, you can read the book. I've I've preached on this uh, I, uh, numbers of times. But uh, what Habakkuk said, he says, "I will I will go on my watch and I will watch and uh, and until the Lord answers me." And basically, he went back to his room where he watches and uh, stayed there and kept quiet until he heard from the Lord on the matter. And see, as believers, um, you know, I we watched the thing last night between Trump and Biden. The debate. And... Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. It's, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it was pretty much a waste of time. And I hope they don't do any more. I won't be watching if they do. Uh, right now, we are watching and waiting until the election to see what the Lord will do. Uh, but no matter what happens, Psalms 2 also gives us another look. And if you read Psalm 2, you'll find the clue within the first six verses there. And see, 
that one has a messianic verse that no matter what the nations are going to do, the Lord set up his son. And later on it says, kiss the son lest he be angry. But, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is that within this, you get into verse 1, why do the heathen rage that people imagine a vain thing? And see, the heathen and the nations of men are all raging. And many of the problems is in the nations themselves and in the governments of men. And so later on it says, the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. And they want to tear the bands asunder and cast away their cords. That's the restraint. That's especially the law and what God has required and it says his response was, He that sits in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Now you see, you're not going to catch God by surprise. And, and you know, most people here, in their punky ways, do what they want to do. And they don't fear God. And see, if the Lord chooses to keep America full and complete, it'll be that way. And if he chooses to bring judgment against those that are screaming and hollering and want to continue going their own way, and he allows them to do that for judgment's sake, he'll do that. But he'll also take care of his own who have called upon his name. He will always deliver them. He'll be with them. But it says he will have them in derision. And that is deride as if imitating a foreigner to speak unintelligibly. Uh, laugh, scorn, and mock. He will have them in derision. Mocking and laughing and scorning. And then he will turn around and judge them. And then it says, and then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. See, his policy was never interrupted. He will laugh at their threats and they will be in derision. Mocking, scorning, and this is where America is in many nations. And so what we will be doing will be avoiding a lot of the news, avoiding a lot of stuff and focusing on just waiting on the Lord looking to him and when the election is finished and over with and the decision has been made who the president is then we'll know which direction this is going and uh, we have made intercession ourselves and by that time we've had three major intercessions I can guarantee you that if God goes, there's two ways that can, it can go. And it'll go in judgment. And you're not going to like it. So this, this is what it is. And uh, I've been doing this for a lot of years. And uh, you need to take heed. And for all you overseas, you know, God is no different with America than, any, than he is with you. 
Tower and I have been reporting on the persecuted church for many, many years. And without, without any question, I mean, Tower, what about North Korea? What about China? Oh, I know. The problem with the persecuted church over there is what? The government. Exactly. And the government goes in a way that the people don't want, but that's the way it is. Well, they have no choice. They have no choice. The Chinese government is mocking God and takes on the church and doesn't fear God. And they're getting worse. Now, see, we've got something here from uh, Jay Seculo, the ACLJ. And uh, it says here, China's citizens are encouraged and even rewarded for spying on their neighbors. Government officials collect data on Christians and even install cameras inside churches. Christian pastors and church members in China have been rounded up and imprisoned. Pastor John uh, Kiao, a U.S. permanent resident, was arrested over three and a half years ago and currently languishes in a Chinese prison for his faith. Pastor Kiao uh, devoted his life to serving the poor in China and Burma. He furnished much-needed supplies and built schools, but instead of being rewarded for his selfless humanitarian efforts, he was targeted and punished. He must be set free. Amen. And he goes on to say, we're preparing to deliver critical oral intervention to the UN Human Rights Council, urging pressure on China to cease the targeted persecution of Christians and free Pastor John. And see, in addition to that, you have a... a having put the Uyghurs behind bars, uh, you know, it virtually enslaved them and used them as slave labor to, uh, to work in their manufacturing over there. And so, you know, you can say, well, China, you know, the Christians were building churches. They were witnessing. They are doing everything they should have done. And look at them now. They're being persecuted. The church has been shut down. The persecution is even worse. That's right. Well, see, that's what happens when a nation wholeheartedly rejects the Lord God. Now, see, under Mao, they were like that. And for a while, China was open. And China was always known. When I was in Bible school, going going through college and stuff, uh, China was known as a closed nation. And then it opened up. Russia was a closed nation, and then it opened up. Nobody could get into Russian, Russia practically. Now they're both going back the way they were. America has always been open and always been free. And now we openly have people that, that call for a total change in, in the way our system is, which would include, and I guarantee you, the persecution of Christians at a level you've never seen in this country. That's right. And I've warned many, 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 many years ago that the churches are not going to be safe. And how do I know that? Beside the Lord revealing and putting in my heart what's going to happen, Tower and I have been reporting practically all along. And how many times, Tower, have we looked and seen Christians getting slaughtered inside their own churches, the churches getting built or burned down, or their homes getting invaded and burned down, and all their food thrown out in, in the dust and the sand, and uh, they are beaten to death or driven off and fires and, you Too know. many times, and even one time is too many. Yeah, all the time. 
Pakistan is persecuting churches. And uh, Nigeria. You, Nigeria, yeah. There's a genocide in Nigeria. So let me ask you folks, what makes America so much better than the rest of the world? What makes you think that Christians around the world are not going to face this? Even though we pray and intercede, what makes you think that God is going to let you sit in your church un, unharmed and half backslid and everything else uh, when we are? You know, we've been sitting on the side. I mean, we've been warning about it, but the bottom line of it is is that uh, there are certain abominations that we do today that just are not going to pass muster with the Lord God, period. That's right. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of issue here. And uh, another one out of CBN uh, talks about... uh, China's crackdown and this is in the southern uh, Fujian province they summoned a a church house a house church preacher and his wife for not sending children to public school and they decided to homeschool them which I don't blame them yeah Uh, more parents need to do that yeah according to Christian Concern who 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 had initially reported this and then it was written up on CBN and this is usually the way a lot of these stories go. Um, local government officials have charged a couple with custody disputes. <clears throat> and of course the church itself there has been a target of the Chinese government. Communist authorities last year disbanded the church's worship facility after the pastor and other members purchased new space for homeschooling, worship, and residence. That would be a logical step in America exactly. to, to expand your church, to make room that you can homeschool your kids and give them a godly upbringing and tell them what's right. But see, China doesn't want that. And it was uh, demolished earlier this year. And news of the crackdown on the preacher comes as the Chinese government is placing deeply restrictive rules over churches, and we've been reporting on that all along. And most often here, we get a lot of information out of bitter winter. And there's also a couple of other uh, Chinese sources, I mean, Chinese Christians that are offering this Uh, and uh, in China there's the four uh, requirements for churches the first one is ritually raising the national flag while singing the national anthem the second one is teaching beliefs about and promoting the Chinese constitution laws and regulations The third one is preaching and promoting the core socialist values. And the fourth one is promoting China's excellent traditional culture. Nothing in there. And that is exactly why they don't want the children homeschooled. Exactly. Now, they're also working on something else. And I I don't think I have it this week, but I'll have something next week, I believe, on it. And it has to do with them reinterpreting scripture totally over in China, which is you know about par for the course for these people because that's what they intend to do and so um it won't well it will not work out well for them and so when i when i read about psalm 2 
they want to remove the bands that God has placed. Yes. And part of those bands, the salt of the earth and the light of the earth, are the believers here that are born again in Christ who relay the gospel and follow the teachings of the Lord and are different than the rest of the world. And, of course, the gospel spreads. Uh, China has, has a lot of Christians and uh, we find in Iran, you know, one of the reasons the Ayatollah cracked down was because of so many Muslims were turning to Christianity. And we find the same thing in India where the radical Muslims are upset because there's a lot of Hindus. I mean, the radical Hindus there in, in uh, uh, India uh, because it's the BJP party and Modi is the prime minister there. Uh, they're pushing a Hindu nationalist state, and uh, they're, they want to get rid of every Christian there is. There won't be a Christian left in India if they have their way. And, of course, this is, this is what it is, uh, trying to get rid of the bans, and this is going to keep going on until the fulfillment of the Dark One, what many people would call the Antichrist. Uh, Revelation 13 calls the beast. There's two beasts there. Uh, mentioned and then of course Paul talks about the son of perdition and uh, so it's going nowhere so it's not you know unusual then for America to be suffering the same thing because there are people here that want to remove the bands of God they're getting tired of the Christian church they don't like uh, anybody talking about getting rid of Roe v. Wade uh, they don't want to do anything to stop uh, the late-term abortion, even killing the baby directly out of the womb. All of this uh, results in blood guilt, which puts uh, a heavy curse upon America and the trouble here. Um, and I've talked about blood guilt. I've taught on it extensively. Blood guilt is from Genesis all the way to Revelation. The Lord uh, talked about it. Uh, and uh, it, it's throughout Scripture. You can't get away from it. And so better beware now you know I can't believe this one here while we talk about things tower politics Glasgow Delaware huh. and see this is this is not the only one. There was another one we reported on not too long ago. An openly homosexual Delaware man who moonlights as a drag queen has won the Democratic primary for state representative, defeating current representative Earl Jacks Jr., a moderate lawmaker who voted against same-sex marriage in 2013 as well as a 2017 bill to modernize the state laws to align with Roe v. Wade. Good grief, that's sounds, insane. Yeah, sounds like uh, this, uh, the, the current Democrat uh, defeating uh, the guy that was in there seems like, uh, that's almost like a Republican thing there. Eric Morrison garnered 61% of the vote on Tuesday. Jax got 38%. And uh, uh, he's going to be now representing the 27th District in Delaware's House of Representatives. 
and the other guy, Jax, has held it since 2009, so he got un unseated. That's terrible. I'm telling you, when this nation is just going over the edge. Now, see, this is the second such. example and you know the way we are doing things in this country I mean you just look at it and you just shake your head it's yeah. just unbelievable the things going on and you're not going to be able to um, heal it Unless people are willing to repent. Just all there is to That's it. That's right. Now we talked a little bit. Let's see. Uh, Mali. Uh, they had a bloodless coup take over of the central government. Now the economic... Uh, community of the western African states demanded that the military junta that just seized power um, release it back to the former president but the military is not going to do there uh, do that and so as a result they're still in power they say they want to return uh, things uh, after they've settled down and they can get the elections ready but uh, the Christians in the country feel unsafe and the Christians in Mali are a very small portion of the society. And uh, this is out of international Christian concern. And they do mention another uh, ministry over there, evangelicalfocus.com. Uh, Jim Bowers, an American evangelical missionary, says the church does not feel threatened either as foreigners nor as Christians. The churches have not been threatened at all throughout this political crisis. In fact, we have been asked to mediate at various points. So, so far, the Christians are safe there, but it all has to do with the government. That's right. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And then these are in the news shorts, and I'll be done. I've got uh, China government, and this is another one that, that I was thinking about. Um, and this is out of another one from Christian Concern. Now, this is, a, uh, you know, in China, and a woman by the name of Hope, she had her two children with her. And as they was walking down the street, they felt somebody was following them. And so they turned around and saw, you know, she realized that that someone was watching them, and when she were wa was walking, the man would follow them. And so she started recording him on her phone, not knowing what what was going on. And so she confronted him, uh, and uh, he turned out to be an undercover policeman ordered to follow Hope, because she's a member of the Early Rain Covenant Church. Now, ever since they put... Uh, the pastor uh, in jail, along with a lot of others, and closed down the Early Rain Covenant Church. They have put all the members of that particular church under surveillance. 
And so Wang Yi, he's in prison, and uh, Hope told the man, I am Christian, attending Early Rain Covenant Church, and take care of two kids every day. I have no clue what laws I've broken. To which the man admitted, the government send me to spy on you. You have a decent job, but you don't work. Rather, you believe in a cult. He continued, you can speak to someone in the government and ask why they hired me to spy on you. Welcome to the New World Order. Yeah. Huh? That's China for you. You can't do nothing. Nothing. And so, when you talk about troubles in the world, it's not just America that has uh, a government problem, a chaos problem, troubles on the street, murders in the big cities, division in politics, hatred between Democrat and Republican, and it goes on and on and on and on. And you have a, a society that has rejected any and all morality. They have changed the morality which God has set forth. They have changed the sexes. There's so many different kinds of sexes and non-sexes and binary things. It, it's it, it so would, confusing. Yeah, it's just boggle the freaking mind yeah it's bizarre see so like psalm 2 says you know they're going they're resisting against what god has laid down but god is going to have them in derision yes he will and they're going to mock god and they're going to do everything they can <clears throat> and, it, and it'd be just like if you didn't know any foreign language and a foreigner came up and started screaming and hollering in his tongue, you wouldn't know what he was talking about. Well, he'll have you in derision. It's kind of the same thing, you know, just wild and nutty. But see, it says the Lord will vex you in his sore displeasure. That's the judgment. You don't want his sore displeasure. You can't do what you want to do. He allows you to do it only so long, and then after that, you're done. But make no mistake, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you have received him, you walk in him, you strive to be found in him. And you can read uh, John 1, John 3, John 10 through 17, 1 John chapter 1, uh, Romans 3 through 7, the first chapter or two of Ephesians and Colossians. You can read the entirety of Galatians. I mean... And you can get a little more idea of being united in Christ, being found in him. But make no mistake, you know, I mean, the churches stood up. And they stood up to save life. They stood up to intercede to God that this would stop. And that we would have people put in power, put in the presidency, that would stop this baloney that would stop this killing of innocent babies as they came out of the womb. Now, you might say, well, we want to do it. I don't care what you want to do. I don't apologize for hating people, uh, hating the act of killing innocent babies. You know, you know, it, it doesn't bother me at all not to like your corrupt and vile things that you do. I don't go along with them. I don't like them. And there's no way I'm going to agree to them. And they need to repent. And you need to repent. And that's where it's going. <clears throat> now, I'm not going to openly go out, you know, if I have people that I meet and I have 
people that are our various preferences and sexuality and I talk to them I don't try to do anything but when you get into the point of it you know there is a witness for Christ and there's a light which way that you need to follow and so this country is not going to operate on its own for very long you chuck out God and you did that a long time ago these three different testimonies of all these people getting up and praying and interceding for the country is telling you as an American in this country that God is about to do something so and I've been telling you that for over two decades so it's about time you listened now tower has an article guess where it's from yeah and this is another area you can tell them about it nigeria another nigerian pastor was killed in in nigeria in it on uh the 6th of september he had been wounded in a Fulani militant attack, was shot multiple times by the gunman as he attempted to warn his Adara Christian community in Kaduna State of the impending raid. He had heard voices close to his home at 2 a.m. and attempted to raise the alarm for the residents of the village. And as they fled, the pastor was shot and fell to the ground. And despite being wounded, the pastor continued to shout out to the other villagers, villagers to flee until the gunman stood over him and shot him several times. And his brother Umar said that uh, Pastor Alubera tried to run, but he couldn't because of the wounds. And um, he's he was 45 years old, and he leaves a widow, Amina, and two sons and two daughters. So this is really tragic that this stuff continues to go on in Nigeria. And two other villagers were killed in the attack, a father of four. His name is Adamu, and um, Peter, 37, who leaves five children. And two other Christians, I believe they're both women, were abducted by the militants. Uh, Sani Peter was 25, and Esther Sani Peter was 20. And around the same time in another village, there was uh, Fulani militants there, and they um, abducted five people. They were, they were um, I don't know if they're all women, I can't tell by the names, but there was um, a 16-year-old girl, and the others ranged in age from 35 to 37. And this this is just a travesty to see this stuff going on. And Christians from the Adara tribe, one of the largest ethnic groups in Kaduna State in Nigeria's Middle Belt, have suffered kidnapping, robbery, and murderous attacks, mainly by the Muslim majority, the Hossa Fulani, 
in recent years, and at least 12,480 members of the Adara, who are about two-thirds Christian and about 7,000 Muslims, have been forced to flee their homes because of the violence. 7% Muslim. Yes. That's horrible. It is. And, uh, and of course, this is just a small picture because there's a genocide going on there. We, we report on this every week. And, you know, the bottom line of it is, it's just like I was talking to this person the other day, uh, as I told you earlier, and I was talking, you know, we were talking about America being great. He says, when was this uh, country ever great? And the bottom line of it is, this is a left-wing uh, response. This is as old as the hills and twice as rusty. And I said, well, you try living the way you're living in some of these other countries, then you're going to find out. Because we report on this every every week. And you can't live and make the living and the retirement and have the nice house and all the stuff some of these Americans have. They have great jobs. They have great retirement. They have, uh, they can get away. They can go off on vacations. Uh, all their kids have graduated from college. They have good jobs. Everybody's fine and dandy. They've rejected God or he's put on the burner somewhere. And they don't think America... Is that great? Well, you are full of it, every one of you that think this. Because you try living like Americans over somewhere where we've been reporting. Like Nigeria, India, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iran. Yeah. Syria, Iraq. China. Afghanistan, yeah. North Korea. Yeah. You can't do it. So go ahead and, and be a moron and say, well, America was never great. Well, it it has been great. We've had one of the best lifestyles. We've had more churches, more Bibles, more missionaries. We've had better economies. We've had our people with a better lifestyle than any other place on the face of this earth. We have sent out more uh, humanitarian efforts. We helped to practically rebuild Europe and, and Japan as well. And that's why people are coming to America. That's right. That's why they want to come to America is because of the lifestyle. And, you know, I have seen the testimony online of, of Christian, uh, of people who came over here from other countries and are living here, and they became an American. And they're, they're doing videos telling people that this is a great country. Try living over where they came from, they say. And they came in the front door the right way and not trying to sneak in the back door. That's right. And the thing of it is, is that when you listen to this Marxist trap uh, that is running around on the street burning everything, and you listen to the liberal Democrats and the morons that uh, push Marxist uh, thuggery, you know, in the political realm, and who are liberal, very liberal left-wing Democrats, you know, they want to push you know, a Marxist, socialist type society, which is, it never works. Never works. They all fall. Every one of them, they all fail. And they think, well, this is America's different. No, it's not going to be different. You change this thing, you're going to, it's going to be the worst thing you've ever done. And it'll never last. Judgment will find you like you've never seen. 
So it's time for people to repent, seek the Lord, and look to him during this time. And then I can guarantee Amen. you, whoever gets in is the will of the Lord, because that's the way it is. And yes. he might say something other than what you think should happen. It's time. So, yeah, you know, the thing I hate about the, when you see pastors or these believers and they leave a big family, that is gut-wrenching over there. Oh, it is. My my heart goes out to them. I just, for the life of me, I can't understand it. Why does it have to be a family man? Why does it have to be anybody? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing of it is, I mean, uh, we have a report, and maybe for next week, uh, but the report is on how many widows there are worldwide now. Even in America, there's a lot of widows, and it's a major report that's been released on, on the widows. It, it's, it's an amazing thing when you think about really the suffering and the trouble we have in this world. You just have no clue. And today, everybody is so caught up with COVID, so caught up with, you know, the riots, so caught up in the political in the elections. Oh, they are. You know something? If you were caught up in this and you had to worry about your life every day, which do you think would, would win out? I'll tell you, you wouldn't be worrying about the frickin' politics or who's going to be president as much as you would be, am I going to live past tomorrow? What am I going to feed my family? What am I going to feed my family? And when you have, uh, like, uh, floods that happens in India or some of these other things that happen, most of the aid doesn't go to the Christians, it goes to the others. And we that's one of the things that's... That's old news for us. We've been reporting that for years. That's obvious. That's why we need humanitarian ministries like Samaritan's Purse and even uh, a lot of these that we mentioned here. International Christian, Christian Concern. .com. Um, Is it .com or .org? .org, I think, yeah. And you've got uh, Bibles for the Mideast. A lot of others, a lot of others that we've talked about over the years. And we need America healthy, America repentant, and God's blessing on this country so we can continue to help the church overseas Amen. and others. And for that matter, when you look at Samaritan's Purse, they're always everywhere. In America, out of America, around the world, everywhere there's trouble, he, they're there. That's right, they and are. And the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is the same way. And then um, Barnabas Aid, now Barnabas Aid is one of those organizations that guarantee 100% of what you give them actually goes to the mission field uh, to help those in need. Uh, and so they're they're needing Bibles, they're needing food, they're needing to to get out of jail, they're they're you know, just the needs are so much. And then you sit over here and you criticize America. You say, well, why is it so great? Well, I'll tell you why it's so great, you moron. You are free to say what you say and free to act like the idiot you are. Excuse me. The people that are on the streets, and some of them are getting fired now because their jobs are finding out 
that the feds are not going to allow them to do. So the feds have been charging a bunch of them. And so the people that get charged go back to their jobs and the jobs know about it by now. And so they fire them because we don't mind if you're going to step up for uh, Black Lives Matter, but we don't we don't want you to go out and be an employee of ours and burn down the city. Yeah. Or Antifa. Antifa is another one, you know, that a lot of them, they were doing Antifa, you know, is still on their job. And so, see, this is the thing. It's time to wake up here. Get your head out of the nether region. You know, I'm not here to play games with you. I'm not your pastor. I don't really care what you think. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm here to tell you. I'm, I'm telling you. This is uh, the shouting. This is the voice of the shofar speaking to you in English. Telling you it's time to wake up. This is the watchman. I'm on the wall. I'm telling you that there's danger out there. I'm telling you if you love your kids, you'll repent. You'll make sure they get into a good church. One where the preacher is going to preach the word of God. And not put it on a humanitarian social basis without no redemption in Christ. And no change. It's time for you to stand up. Be separate, saith the Lord. Come out from among her, the Lord says to those who are in mystery Babylon. Amen. Because we know friendship with the world is an enmity with God. It's against God. You trust in the arm of the flesh over God, then you're cursed. If you ain't in the line of Christ and following him and redeemed, you are under the curse and in darkness. And you may think you're doing right. There's a way that seemeth right, saith the Lord. But in the end, it leads to death. So on this broadcast tonight, there's a lot of needs around the world. Not just in your America, but around the world. So I urge you to pray and seek the Lord. And during this time before the election, pray about it. Pray about your family. Prepare yourself for whatever the decision the Lord is going to do. Because in the end, the judgment's going to come at some point. But I always pray, Father, in your judgment, remember mercy. Pray mercy. That's what Moses did when God threatened to destroy the children of Israel for their sin. And God turned away from his wrath because of Moses' intercession. And so we look. Matter of fact, Jeremiah is the one that outlined this when he was warned in Judah. That if there's a nation that God had promised to bless, and if that nation turns away from the Lord, then he'll turn away from the blessings. That describes America, not just Israel. And then if there's a nation that does wickedness, and God is going to judge it, if they turn from their wickedness, then God will turn from that judgment which he had intended to do. That describes Nineveh, who had repented. But see, they forgot about that repentance, and 70 years later, they wound up being judged anyway. It's sad that we forget. 
I know, isn't it? You know, and then you have Hong Kong. We have a story from Hong Kong out of uh, CBN again. Um, a dozen young Hong Kong pro-democracy activists and journalists have been held in prison by China's communist regime for two weeks. One mother was sobbing, pleading for the release of her imprisoned son. I want him back, safe. He's detained by the Chinese government. He's sick and needs medication. And two weeks ago, he and 11 other young people arrested in the South China Sea as they sought political asylum in Taiwan. Wow. They didn't make it because, see, the problem of it is, is, is the South China Sea, China is patrolling to keep people out of it. They've claimed that territory and the sea, which they shouldn't. It's in international waters. Charged with illegally crossing the Chinese border on a boat off the coast of uh, Guangdong, Dong, uh, Chinese authorities also accused them of disavowing Chinese control over Hong Kong. One of the 12 is a Christian, and all of them participated in pro-democracy protests. And they're in Beijing right now being detained. Now, we've heard of people disappearing totally. Yeah. Now, China has accused U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, of meddling in their domestic affairs, but he he came out and said that the United States deeply concerned that the 12 Hong Kong democracy activists arrested two weeks off the coast uh, two weeks ago off the coast of Hong Kong by the Maritime Police have been denied access to lawyers of their choice. And his That's not surprising. Yeah. Unfortunately. And of course, uh, Hong Kong textbooks are being censored. And of course, we also have a story somewhere, maybe next week we can get to it, about them changing the Word of God, the Bible, which is not unknown. This This happens. But this is the thing you're finding around the world. And now you take a close look at what's happening in America. And it's not pretty. And with that, we're coming to a close, Tower. Okay, well, look up for your redemption draws nigh. Yeah, it seems like it's close, don't it? Yes, it does. It's near. And our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not be dismayed by the things you see going on in the world. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. And I want you to know we love you. We pray for you. And we hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. And please pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. So with that, good night, everybody. Well, I found that that uh, Gospel for Asia report on widows. And uh, we'll cover that next week. Okay. Um, uh, I, I thank God that there are organizations that are watching this stuff. That's right. There are so many things to watch. There's no way you can watch everything. There are so many heartbreaking things. Oh. You know, you just want to cry. And you could you could pray, twenty four seven, 
and never cover all the things that need to be prayed about. The, yeah, there is just so much. But see, the Lord is in charge. And Psalm 2, after he says that that he'll have him in derision and he's going to vex him in his sore displeasure, he says, I have set my king on the holy hill of Zion. That is Yahshua. And later on in that psalm it says, Kiss the son lest he be angry. Remember, there's the son of God who died for us and set us free. And he's coming again and he's going to right every wrong. He's, he's going to remove wickedness. He's going to heal the nations. He's going to heal Mother Nature, you know, the, the earth and everything. He's going to heal the heavens. He's going to bring unity. He's going to bring joy. He's going to bring peace. He's going to bring full redemption and a lot more. Thank God. Amen. Thank God Almighty. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. If you're going to repent, it's time to do it before it gets too late. If you're going to walk in Christ, do it now. And don't be afraid and don't let anybody tell you any different. Don't put it off. Nope. We've got to get out of here. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. Shalom. Thanks for listening. Blessings. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.